Hello? Hello. Okay, I hear you. All right, good. All right, now we just got to get Pooch in here. This rain is crazy. Yeah. Where? Yeah, literally just the second we start recording. I know. They don't want to see us winning, man. How's everything? It's good. How are you? Doing good. Just chilling. Yeah. Hoping we can uh, get Persian here. And uh, I know he's a little technology challenge, but hey, man. He's uh... going to be prepared, though. He's. I gave him like a week and a half notice on what he needed. Oh, he's in here. Oh, oh he's in here. <laughs> Pooch. Back to lack and pop us. Oh, man. Here he is. Alrighty. Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Jersey Dynasty Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. And I'm your other host, Ryan. And today we have our another special guest that we're going through some guest stage here with uh, our baseball analyst, Joe Persh. Persh, say what's up. How are you guys? I'm excited to be here. I haven't been back in a while, and I don't think I've really talked much baseball on the podcast. So, uh... No, we are uh, very excited to have you. So, uh, yeah, as Persh said, we're going to be doing a little baseball episode here. The uh, 2021 season, right around the corner. Pretty exciting stuff, if you ask me. How are you guys uh, feeling about your teams going into the season? Good. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, the Mets, they still haven't extended Lindor, but that'll probably happen eventually. But, yeah, the, the roster's looking solid, decent pitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should be contenders this year. And Persh, what about you with the Red Sox? Uh, I mean, overall with the Red Sox, I think your favorite team and them are going to look a lot similar this year. I'm yeah, going to kind of leave agree. my... I'm going to kind of leave my analysis for when we talk about them. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, with Major League Baseball, I'm excited. You know, we haven't had a full season in over a year, like basically two years. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think about that. So, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. I, I really wish they would have kept the DH and the NL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I think I think it would have made the NL a little bit more competitive. I mean, I think the NL is the superior conference or whatever you want to call it in the first place but I think would have created so many more jobs for hitters and you know, mm-hmm. created a lot more versatility for teams instead of watching a pitcher get up and bunt four times a game. But, you know, it's I'm still just excited to have the game back full time. So, mm-hmm. Very nice. All righty. So I think we're going to start here with a divisional breakdown. We'll start with the, uh, the AL East. Uh, so, Mr. Persher, who do you have on top of the AL East? I think it's a uh, an obvious team here. I uh, I agree with you there. As much as I hate saying the Yankees are going to finish in first in the division, I do think the the key word is versatility because if mm-hmm. you look at the four teams that have an opportunity to win this division, no offense to the Orioles. Whoa, come on! Hey, Adley Rushman, yo, if he plays, he's carrying. <laughs> yo, him. Matt Harvey's their number two guy. Matt Har- Matt Harvey's elite. <laughs> um. I should shout out Matt Harvey, though. He worked out at the same baseball place as I have in the past, and he's back up to 95, though, and he's looking pretty good. So don't be surprised if he's decent this year. Cy Young Dark Horse? Mm-hmm. No, not a Dark Horse, <laughs> but don't be surprised if he's around a 4 ERA, looking like an average Major League starting pitcher, though. Nice. Um, the Yankees, I do think, win this division, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think. Their starting rotation is definitely – a big question mark. I love Jamison Tyon. Obviously, Garrett Cole is probably the second best pitcher in baseball. Um, so that's that's a really good spot for them to have that those two. But don't forget, as much as I love Jamison Tyon and even Corey Kluber, they really haven't thrown many innings since I would say maybe even 2018. Mm-hmm. So 
And you're looking at, you know, Domingo Herman, who I think is just utterly ridiculous. He's still in the league. And yep. I mean, you have Jordan Montgomery and I feel like I could be forgetting one guy. Oh, um, uh, Severino, Severino, who, again, another guy who hasn't thrown many innings since 2018 through that 2019. Yeah, those bullpen's still solid inning lineup. innings limits are going to be a bitch for them. And especially uh-huh. with a year coming off of a 60 game season, I see so many teams using an opener or going to a six man rotation for at least a couple months. I see Flem, the race started the trend. Sir, we knew COVID was coming two years before everyone else did. So, I mean, I definitely think that the Yankees are at a disadvantage from a pitching standpoint. And if that lineup doesn't stay healthy, they are deep in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do like the Derek Dietrich pickup. I think he'll probably start the year in AAA, but I do think that's a cool, you know, guy yeah. to fit in Yankee Stadium, be a pretty solid Yankee, one of those fun ones. But I do think there is some question marks around that roster that, Teams like the Blue Jays, who I think are going to finish second in the division. Uh, Steven Matz was a really, really nice pickup in addition to what they did with their offense. Met legend, right, Bale? Yep, I'll miss him, but uh, I I wish him well. I I have high hopes for the Blue Jays this season. They're really fun, really exciting. As long as Springer stays healthy, he could be in the AL MVP candidacy. And their pitching got deeper, and that's the thing they're weak with other than their bullpen. And even the Yankees' bullpen, I think Britain's going to miss a couple months. So I could see the Blue Jays overtaking the Yankees for the division. And the I know the Yankees are already without a Luke Voigt for, I think, six to eight weeks. He already picked up an injury. And Vlad's, uh, uh, Vlad's slim now. So Yeah, slim Vlad, too. Got to keep that in mind. Yeah, I think uh, Blue Jays are a really interesting team. So And then, I mean, going down to what our two teams, Flem, I mean... Both of them are built very similarly. I love what Bloom has done. The Benintendi trade very much shocked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but watching what Franchi Cordero has done, being an excellent Yeah, he's looked really God. good. Um, I love Kike Hernandez. Um, Marwin Gonzalez is actually really playing the field well, in addition to hitting, you know, being an average, above-average Major League hitter. I mm-hmm. think they have a good shot. I mean, I love Hunter Renfro. He's probably my breakout Red Sox, other than maybe Kike Hernandez or Garrett Richards. I think they have a deep, both teams, deep pitching, really solid bullpens now, and guys that you're not going to see in the lineup every day. It's going to be constant moving. You're going to have guys coming up from AAA getting good at bats, and they're just both really deep teams that could really surprise. I don't think they're as high-end as the Yankees and the Blue Jays, but again, if they're fighting for a wild card or even fighting for the division, if the Yankees or the Blue Jays let go of it, those are two solid major league teams. They might not be this year, more of a next year team, but they could start their run next year, this year. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know in Tampa we're going to be without Nick Anderson for a good portion of the season already. That's a a big loss. Sounds like he still hasn't recovered from his arm fatigue that he had in the playoffs. <laughs> so that you know. When they uh, put in Nick Anderson in uh, Game Six of the World Series, when Blake Snell was pitching the game of his life, I don't want to go off topic or anything. What a way to finish his career there, though, too. You know, Blake Snell. So yeah. we'll, we'll get to that later, though, when we get to the. World. Have you Have you ever read the Blake Snell Players Tribune article about Game Six? I have not. I have not. Oh, it's, but I'm gonna have. It's to. hilarious. It's like well, my favorite part is Blake Snell goes. I was running out to start the sixth inning and I looked into the bullpen and saw Anderson warming up and then it's just 20 question marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, 
Blake Snell, we gotta love the guy though. Really, really out there. And him take. I can't wait to watch him take abs. It's gonna be so funny. That the picture today is the reason why I brought up that I wish the D yeah. was still around. Though. <laughs> so, That's the same but, facial expression he made when he got pulled in Game Six. Yeah, exactly. So we'll be seeing a lot more of that this year, though. You know. Yeah. But and then but, uh, the last team in the division, the Orioles. I just want to give a shout out. I think Ryan Mountcastle. It's going to have a He's good year. Stud. Yeah. Um, I hope Trey Mantini has a good year, but this team is going to be flirting with 50 to 60 game winners, honestly. <laughs> you know, they're not they're not looking very hot. So, who's their number one pitcher? Uh, Johnny Means. He's he's pretty solid. Oh, Means is good. Yeah, Means is pretty right. solid and then Harvey should be an okay too, like average to okay too with how well mm-hmm. he looks again, but it's definitely going to be a struggle for them. They picked up, like, Adam Plutko today, who hasn't really pitched innings in the major leagues in years, and I think that's, like, their three or four. So, you know. Wow. They They have a squad. I can't wait to watch (laughs) the Orioles. Yes, sir. I'm here for it. All right. Uh Uh-oh. What? Uh, I thought we might have lost. Nah, no, no, we're good. We're good. Uh, got a little awkward, <laughs> awkward silence there. Uh, next up, AL Central. Uh, AL Central's kind of an interesting division here because it's like the. Am I allowed to call the Cleveland the Cleveland baseball team? No, no, they're still... still the Indians. You're good. Whoa, okay, okay, okay. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't want to push the boundaries there. Uh, I mean, you know, Cleveland Indians. Uh, they traded away their star player this past. What else season. is new? Uh, the White Sox, you know, they lost Eloy Jimenez already for a good portion of the season. I think this division's kind of up in the air a little bit. But what do, what do you think, Persh? This is actually my favorite division in baseball this year. Wow. Wow. Hot take. Um, <laughs> the, White Sox, the White Sox only mistake this offseason was hiring Tony La Russa instead of A.J. Hinch. Yeah, that was not a uh, swag over result. It was not. That guy was driving while sloshed. <laughs> and then he, he said to the cops, do you know who I am? <laughs> uh, no, literally, like, the fact that they were willing to take him over a guy who cheated in baseball and wasn't even really, like, the focal point of it. Like, I'm a Red Sox fan. We took back Alex Cora, and that was, like, the ringleader. So, like, if, I mean, if you're willing to take a guy who's DUI, like, to the, the worst degree, I mean – I think you should be able to be okay with taking a guy who was involved in a cheating scandal. He would have made this mm-hmm. team so special with how good of a leader he is. I think LaRusa is not really going to be as much of a manager as people think. I let, I think his coaching staff is going to play more of a role than a traditional manager does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this team is probably the best team in the AL if they can stay healthy and you know grounded. Their rotation is... Probably one of the best in the bigs. Uh, Lance Lynn addition. Who else did they add? They It's Keuchel, Lynn, Giolito. Giolito. I mean, Giolito, you'll hear more about him later. I plan on talking about him later. Um, in addition to that, you know, you already have guys in Cease, Ronaldo Lopez, Carlos Rodon. I mean, these are solid major league starting pitchers. I mean, they have so much pitching depth. In addition to already having, I would say, one of the best bullpens in all of the major leagues. That bullpen is special. They're not really solid names. They're not high-end names. But everyone that watches baseball will know of Garrett Crochet by the end of the year because he's basically Josh Hader. Yeah, he's filthy. He is insane. You said he's Josh Hader? He's 
Josh Hader. Mine, yeah. Minus the racism. <laughs> minus the racism. He's, Josh Hader with a better off-speed pitch and honestly more of a ridiculous fastball. That's how good this guy is. And he's coming at you from a lanky, yeah. you know, crazy arm slot. And plus adding... Like the Chris Sale arm slot. Yeah, and even adding Lance... Uh, or Not Lance. Um, Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks to be the anchor of that bullpen yeah. and already having a really solid bullpen with a bunch of guys with high spin rates and high velocity... I mean, Bummer and all those guys, they're going to be a great bullpen. Their lineup's really solid and deep. They, I mean, they're churning out guys left and right that could actually play in the bigs in a major league lineup. So it's it's impressive, honestly. And I think as long as Tony La Russa doesn't screw it up, uh, I don't see them being really fought with in the AL, let alone their division. Mm-hmm. But uh, – I don't know if you guys want to say anything about that or you want me to move on to my next team in the division. Uh, no, I think we can move on. I think you hit it pretty well on. I'm excited to see a – I just – yeah, like that White Sox team is just really exciting to me. Like just so many fun players. Exactly. I mean, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson's the king of swag. I mean, come on. They're they're an easy team to root for, but it's like uh, maybe some inexperience might be some issues. They have the experience on the pitching side. but I agree. And um, actually my second team might blow you guys away. Uh, the the second place team in this division, who I think has a really good shot at a wild card, is the Kansas City Royals. Sheesh. Might shock you, but when you go down their lineup right now, it's very different and really a deep lineup. And this is without Bobby Witt starting opening day. Yes, sir. The goat, the future star of the franchise. In May, if this team is over five hundred. They could be one of those teams that just takes off because he is special. He reminds me a lot of what Tatis brought to the table with the Padres. And Mm -hmm. once you can bump Alberto Mondesi to second base or center field, you take a – their only two holes are those positions in their lineup. So, and Mm -hmm. I mean, Hanser Alberto is not bad. Nicky Lopez is solid with the glove. And Michael A. Taylor is a pretty solid major leaguer. So, we're not looking at, you know, bad players – but in addition to already having a pretty solid rotation with Mike Miner, Brad Keller, Singer, and Duffy, like Singer's, Singer's probably a future ace in this league too. So it's this is a younger team, but they're deep, honestly. And with the experience they have, I mean, Salvi Perez having one of the best catchers in the league. And then honestly, that bullpen, you're running out Greg Holland. Josh Stalmont might be one of the best relievers in the major leagues next year. Mm-hmm. And I love the Wade Davis signing. In addition to what they already have, Wade Davis. I mean, I'm going to mention another guy that's similar to Wade Davis in the AL West. But sometimes you just don't work places. <laughs> sometimes things just don't work at other places, and you have to go back to where you started. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if he's a very solid sixth, seventh inning guy this year. And that bullpen is deep. So I'm I'm thinking the Royals take second place as long as Bobby Witt makes a really solid um, adjustment and their five starter pitches pretty well. That's interesting. <laughs> That's an interesting spot for them. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people would have the uh, the Royals as the second place team in the division. I, I also love what they did with Carlos Santana, bringing in him, and I mean Benintendi's nothing perfect, but it's also another addition that kind of replaces you know Alex Gordon. And I just think it's a solid, really solid team. Wait, Persh, so if the Royals are in second, then how are the Twins going to get swept by the Yankees in the ALDS this year? They won't because yeah, they're it's... not going to make the playoffs this year, uh, actually. 
the yearly traditions gonna yeah, end. Yeah, yearly traditions gonna end. I do have the twins in third place in this division. Um, so it's actually kind of a nice segue right there. But the twins just don't have pitching. They don't. Kenta Maeda is solid. Jose Barrios gives you a couple good innings, uh, you know, a couple good starts and a couple bad. And awesome. Hey, they have an Uber driver as a starting <laughs> pitcher. Come on, man. <laughs> and, I mean, the lineup is still good, but every year they consistently lose another piece. They have younger pieces coming in like Alex Killeroff, but mm-hmm. I just – don't see that same flair this year. Their pitching staff isn't as good. They lost big pieces in the bullpen and Trevor May. And they really didn't replace Twitch streamer, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really just didn't replace them that well. And honestly, it's just not something I think they're going to be able to get over. I mean, they still are better than the Indians just because the Indians, I don't know if they're going to score runs for that pitching staff. But I just don't see the Twins being as competitive this year. Damn. Interesting. And I'm assuming you have the uh, the Indians as the fourth I do have the team, Indians right? as the fourth place team as much as it kills me. Yeah. Um with Shane Bieber and that pitching staff. I do expect some regression from Bieber because don't forget we did have a sixty game season. Yeah, and he only faced the AL Central and the NL Central last year, which weren't the best of it. And I mean so. he's still a stud. I think he's great. I just don't think he's a Cy Young winner this year. And mm-hmm. I think any year you kind of go on that streak, you have to show what you're made of the next year. And I don't yeah. – I, I perfectly think he's a perfect one, really good major league starting pitcher, you know, Cy Young candidate every year. But the rest of that team does not, like, push anything for me, you know? Replacing Lindor with mm-hmm. Andres Jimenez and Ahmed Rosario and basically a platoon is not sexy. It's not going to look good. Nah, man, Andres Jimenez, he's going to be – Nah, he's a future. Is and, and by the way, Perch, are you clicking your pen or something? No, I'm not. Oh no, that, oh. that that was me. Sorry, I was uh, I was opening something. But yeah, I mean, I like Franmil Reyes, but when Jake Bowers is your starting first baseman, Ben Gamble is your starting center fielder. I mean, Josh Naylor is your starting right fielder. I mean, I I like him, but still, I don't think he's ready for that yet. And I, I don't think this lineup does enough for the pitching staff at all. Mm-hmm. Bobby Bradley should have been on the big. League I hundred. Hundred percent agree. The service time needs to be fixed. Uh, I'd be yeah. as, uh, Bobby Witt would have been up. A lot of other guys would have blown up. Nico Horner. So there's a lot of issues with that mm-hmm. going on. But and then the last team in the division, the Tigers. Same kind of story as the Orioles. I think they have a brighter future than the Orioles with that pitching staff. AJ Hinch and then you know Riley Green and some of the hitters and Torkelson, of course. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think they're there yet. They could surprise people, maybe win like seven, 70 games, 75 games, but they're not going to be fighting for anything this year. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They're still probably like two years away from probably competing for the division Great. title. So. Definitely. And then, uh, next up, the AL West here. Uh, AL West, I see it as like a two team race. Who are, who are your but two teams? I'd probably have the Athletics one and then the yeah, Astros some A's team. love. I love to I love to hear it. I have a two team race as well, but you're going to be very surprised. Oh God, another time. another Joe Pooch scorching uh, here, flaming here, hot take coming. Here come Mariners. <laughs> oh, the Rangers! Now. Come on, throw the Rangers in there. Joey Gallo, come on. Um. Full attendance at games, it's going to be able to get in some heads. Exactly, but uh, I do have the A's as well in first. 
Uh, I think <laughs> people are sleeping on the fact that they have are still a really yeah they lost Liam Hendricks and they lost Marcus Simeon. Those are two big losses, of course. But just like I was talking about with Wade Davis, Jed Lowry looks really good again. Oh, give me a break! Shut up. <laughs> That guy's no. not even real, dude. Come on. He didn't play for the Mets, but I feel like that's well, what happens. But he drew a walk for the Mets, actually, in seven at-bats. So, so, I mean, he looks like he could be the starting second baseman. Money. Elvis Andrews is a pro's pro at shortstop. They're going to get good production out of him. Um, the, the mats on the corners are honestly two of the best players in baseball that no one knows about. And, I mean, the whole outfield's pretty solid. They're pitching solid. Their bullpen's – it's above average, but it's still definitely in the more average range. But the divi- this division, I think, is the biggest shit show in Major League Baseball this year. Yeah. That's why I actually have the Angels as my second-place team in this division over the Astros. Mike um, Trout going to sniff the playoffs? You're kidding me. I- I think they might make the play- he, he just wants a <laughs> I think they might make the playoffs this year. And big consistency thing for me here, I think with every team that I think is gonna make the playoffs is a deep lineup and a deep starting rotation. And their bench is even pretty solid when it comes to hitting. And I mean picking up Dexter Fowler to give Joe Adele more time. Jose Iglesias is making most crazy plays I've ever seen in my life in spring training. And he will continue to do that this year. And he was great with the bat the last two years. If Upton can stay healthy, if Pujols can give a nice little last show, <laughs> Rendon, Otani, and Trout are three of the best hitters in Major League Baseball, in all honesty. So it's going to be very interesting to see this lineup put up runs and then maybe have the support of an average Major League pitching staff and a decent bullpen. But I think that's all they need. With Wait, the is this the last year of Pujols' contract that he signed? Didn't he sign it in 20? 20- wow, that was a 10-year deal, right? Yeah. Wow. He's been yeah, so bad was. for so much of it. That's crazy that he actually played it all out. Congrats to him for that. I think if he hits Whoa. 30 homers this he's year. He's not going to hit 30 homers. Or- but he's going to be in the lineup yeah. every day. Don't he's also so incredibly lost. So I don't think it's not even funny. He's not going to hit 30 oh, bombs. Oh, no, of course. But he still, hit, still hits 20 a year, though. So, I mean, I don't think he hits it. But I wouldn't be surprised to actually see him maybe, like, make a case for it or Unless something. Unless in, like, the last, the last week of the of season, career. pitchers just start giving him meatballs. Then maybe. The Derek Jeter treatment. Yeah. The fastball down the middle in his last set bat at home. I, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. But, uh, I mean, hopefully he can put together a last year because, you know, he was one of the greatest baseball yeah, players he's phenomenal. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think the biggest question mark for the Angels is I like their starting rotation. You got Bundy, Heaney, Canning, Quintana, and then Cobb, which is, you know, an average major league starting rotation with some upside. But Otani is such a big factor this year. From the pitching aspect, he needs to stay healthy. He needs to at least put up average stats so you can keep him in the lineup, hitting show homers all over the place, and still being in a major league starter, which is he, all it needs to be is average, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I think most people are. So I definitely think that the Angels do have an opportunity to maybe make the playoffs this year and actually give Trout a run for his money. Good for him. About time. 
I can hope. Yeah, like I can only hope they make the playoffs for Mike Trout. I mean, they could. Yeah, it's... they couldn't do it when in a sixty-game season with an eighteen playoff. Yeah, so it's it sucks because we're realistically watching the best, one of the best baseball players that have ever lived. Honestly, he could be the best close to our ready. Mm-hmm. And they have given him no real support, and he stayed so loyal to them which is obviously so nice to watch, but at the same time, I want to watch him in October. I think everyone does. And when you play in October, that's when a lot of baseball fans that really don't watch during the season are watching every game because it's the most exciting baseball you see all year. So it would be so nice to put him on that stage and finally give him the opportunity to make him known as better than Mookie Betts or, you know. And he's in L.A. too. So if the Angels are to be really good and since the Dodgers are like the best team in baseball, I mean, an L.A. versus L.A. rivalry, like how much easier could it be for the MLB to market something like that? And I'm sure they'd still mess it up, but. Oh, yeah, they're terrible with their marketing, but especially when you have two, the, basically the two best players in baseball on a rivalry yeah. in City, that would be pretty sick. So, um, But for the next team, I have to go Houston. I don't think Seattle or Texas is good enough to compete. Um, Houston just doesn't do it for me anymore. They don't have most of their starting pitching around. I mean, McCullers and Granky are solid. Odorizzi should be solid, but I don't love the rest of their starting rotation. Their depth is average. Their bullpen is not, you know, the sexiest thing in the world. And honestly, that lineup, replacing George Springer with Miles Straw is not close (laughs) to what they should have done. They are lucky they re-signed Michael Brantley, or else I would have honestly maybe even put Seattle ahead of them. Still no Rangers love? I think it could be. Come on. I I think – I mean, I hate – I think all of us hate Houston for what they've, you know, done to the game a little bit. But I, I don't – Carlos Correa doesn't stay healthy long. I love Kyle Tucker and I love Alex Bregman, but Altuve and Correa are not I, – I mean, I would love to see Correa do it, but their catcher, their first baseman, their whole outfield is not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I could bite my words. I'm already on a Twitter war with, you know, Astros fans from a couple weeks ago, if you guys remember. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. Bookmarking in my tweets and everything. <laughs> So if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll eat it. I'll, oh, know, that'll eat be funny. Joe Kirsch's Ast- Astros Twitter most words. wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. It was crazy. A hundred and something tweets. <laughs> like, like, dude, I was getting hundreds of tweets like back at me. Like, wow. <laughs> it was insane. All I did was say it's an average starting rotation at best. Wouldn't be surprised if the Angels are better than them this year. And they wow. flipped. <laughs> so. But um, going on to Seattle, though, and Texas, I don't really have much to say Sheesh, about them. what's your really vendetta against the Rangers? Come on, all I want to hear is some Texas <laughs> Rangers love, and you're shitting on them. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. Joey say Gallo, one nice Willie thing Calvin. about the Texas Rangers for me. Come on. Come on. They have a nice-looking oh, stadium. Oh, with the guy that thing looks like garbage. With the guy that can fall <laughs> 500. <laughs> I mean, their lineup, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. David Dahl, love right, David Dahl. It. I hope he bounces back. Roof net Odor, so beloved. player. He's still. <laughs> he's saying he's below average because he's Our short. Texas That's market is shrinking by the no, second, by mean, the word that Persh is speaking about Rangers. Come on. 
I mean, Mike fulton is their third starter, and he got optioned by the Braves last year for throwing 87 <laughs> after he topped out at 98 the year Maybe before. he had the yips. Like, hey, his arm was good luck. <laughs> it was a bad day, man. His arm was tired. So, I mean, I'm not a fan of Texas. I mean, Seattle has a really bright future, though. I love Kellenic, and I, I like Julio Rodriguez. I think they got some good pitching in the minor leagues. Um, they're, they're just not up to it either. They're not ready yet. Um, but that's really it I'm going to say for the West – I don't want to go overkill with yeah. my, you know. Yeah, props to the Mariners for being able to so. scout and draft such a uh, talented prospect as Kellenic. Really? No, yeah, I mean, the wait, fact that I thought, they got. I don't know. I always see photoshops of Kellenic. Oh, nah. That's, that's an old wives' tale. Don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Cano and uh, Robbie Cano and Edwin Dra- yeah. uh, Edwin Diaz were drafted by the Mets. Lifelong Mets. Justin Don and. Uh, you know, Jerry Kellenic. Jeez, Kellenic that's a stuff, shit you know? trade. Mm-hmm. Brody but, should uh, be tried in some sort of court. I mean, Edwin Diaz, I get it at the time in taking Cano's contract with Kellenic. I would say he's probably the. Th- I was talking to Flum about this one day because I know he's a big Wander Franco guy. I think Kellenic's probably the second to third best prospect in all of baseball behind Bobby Witt and maybe Mackenzie Gore. So. I think it's really bad yeah. trade on the Mets part. So bad. But, but hey, we have you a new some, you lose so. some. And we did have a creep GM, but not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you only had him for a couple weeks, though. So, uh, but, uh, well, talking about the Mets, we can move into the, uh, the NL East. Oh, great this. transition. Nice. That's what I was going to use, man. That's beautiful. I believe that's done. a segue. But uh, let me hear who, who you guys got in the, uh, the NL Come East on. this year. Come on, this is an easy answer for me. The Miami Marlins. You go first. All right, we're on. (laughs) In terms of swag, I don't think there's any team in the entire league that completes that competes with the Miami Marlins in terms of swag. Jazz Chisholm, definition of swag. Yes, he is. But they're definitely my last. (laughs) This guy reigns on all our parades. They did get rid (laughs) of the fun statue. That was a total eyesore. But I mean, yeah, they're probably going to be in last place if we're being real. They benefited from the 60-game season big time. Mm-hmm. And that pitching staff, they do have a bright future. Uh, I'm not trying to brain on their parade. They've done a really good jo- a job getting pitchers. They've made one really bad trade that I think is going to bite them for a long time, which is the Jazz Chisholm trade. Because mm-hmm. Zach Gallen is an absolute dog. And he would have fit that rotation. That rotation would have been really good. But uh, I actually... Baylog is going to kill me, but I still have the Braves winning yeah, this division. That's reasonable. Um, I think, I, I think there's three playoff teams from this division, depending on the playoff structure, because I obviously have to fit the Padres in. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure about playoff structure this year, so don't kill me, you know. But uh, I do think the Braves have the upper hand on winning the division. I think they're a more well-rounded team, and I think the additions of Charlie Morton and Drew Smiley as well as getting back Soroka and some of their other younger pitchers. I do think they have a leg up because of the guys like Freddie Freeman, Marcelo Zuna, you know, Travis Darno behind the dish. Uh, you know, they just have a really good team. Ozzie Albies, Acuna, obviously, who's one of the best players on the planet. And I think Christian Pache could be one of the breakout Yeah, I mean, if we're talking swag, I don't know if there's another team that really <laughs> competes with the, the Braves. You know, they, they, they got it. <laughs> I thought that one guy passed away recently. Uh, uh. Oh. Oh. 
It's an inside joke. <laughs> Never mentioned just an inside joke. <laughs> no, not Mike oh, Soroka. Oh, no. First, no. remember no. <laughs> when we were at Trevor's house playing playing poker and Mike Soroka, like, hurt himself in the first inning and Will just started crackling, like, cackling, laughing out of nowhere? <laughs> No, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, not even the joke I was thinking of, man. Yeah, yeah, I think I get where you guys are coming from now, but I do think the Braves, the bullpen got a little blow. I think them and the Mets are pretty even, though. I just think I would put the Braves above them right now. Mm-hmm. About the Mets, though, honestly, what a job Sandy Alderson has done. I was, I hated the rehiring of him, and he made me bite my words because. Honestly, he did a really good job of bolstering pitching depth. Really good bullpen now if they, you know, actually can pitch the way they're supposed to. And the lineup is ridiculously deep, and now you have the best defensive shortstop as well as probably the best one in all of baseball playing shortstop for you. So Can't wait. It's, it's one of those things. Uh, DeGrom, DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball, and I don't even think it's close. And Francisco Lindor and him are going to make a great combo. So, uh they're definitely going to be a really good team. I don't want to spend too much time beating the bush on them. But another team that I wouldn't be really surprised if they're not going far in the playoffs or within the division is the Washington Nationals this year. Uh, their pitching is really good. Their bullpen's always going to be below average, but they find a way to make it work. And I don't want to spoil anything for later, but I think their lineup has two of the best players in baseball already with Trey Turner and Juan Soto. And I think Josh Bell, Kyle Schwarber, and all those guys are perfect additions to this lineup and getting Ryan Zimmerman back. Third base is going to be a weak spot, but I think the rest of their lineup is pretty solid and sound. So I think they're going to be a really good team. I hate the Nationals so much. (laughs) They're so annoying. Uh... They brought back Gerardo Parra, though, so uh, it's going to be a fun time there. uh... Best, Best player on the team. Baby Shark, always. But uh, this this one was really hard for me to do, the Phillies and the Marlins, because I, I do think the Phillies have just consi- they have consistently shot themselves like the highest in the level, and it's been make. hilarious to watch. With every, with every move they make, it's just something – like, trust me, I love Dave Dombrowski. He brought a championship to Boston, but I also hate him because he made Mookie go away. So, I mean – uh, he said good? his sister called him. He should be good in a second. Okay. So I, I wasn't sure if I kept going. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Phillies hiring Dave Dombrowski when they're already in money overload and already have Bryce Harper and JT Romuto caught up on a big contract, as well as hiring the guy that does not do well with relievers to fix a bullpen, not a not a great idea. So I do think they shot themselves in the foot, but I do think. Wait, do you think Flumkin is so. still on? Because he said give him five minutes. Do you think he's still on the thing or? Maybe. It's going to be one of those weird. Polls I don't know. In the Hold on, I'll text him. I'm going to say, uh, "Are you still connected to the connected to the call?" Yeah, because me and says he's connected. Me and are still here. Oh, he said nah. So is this gonna like go wayside no or something? Idea. I'm confused. Honestly, I'm just gonna ask him if he's gonna send a new link. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we can cut. No.
All right, we're back. Yes, sir. Sorry about that. My sister gave me a phone call. It's all right. Now we will just wait for Perch to hop back in. All right, so we left off on the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm just I'm disappointed Perch doesn't have a, a swag rankings for us, man. He really doesn't. He doesn't value the swag. <laughs> nope. Like, if it was me here, top five teams in swag, Marlins, probably the Braves are up there. They got Padres. Oh, definitely the Padres, yeah. Uh, I think it's tough. tough. Yeah, it gets tough. There he is. All right, we're back. We're back. Uh, oh, he's just Joe now on Anchor. <laughs> he changed his name. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're at the Phillies, Perch. Phillies. Phillies. Do you want me to go over what I said again, or I? Uh, I don't know I, how much of it got cut off because we were, me and Purse were talking for a few minutes after we didn't really know. Oh, really? When. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just run it back so I can hear it. All right. So the Phillies, they got some good pieces. Uh, I think they've shot themselves in the foot more than any other team in baseball with team building and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I love JT Realmuto. I think Bryce Harper is a solid you know, star in the major leagues. You know, he's not the best player in the majors, but he's still a solid top 15 guy. Um, starting with the center field position, I think not letting Mickey Moniak play now is, I think that's kind of stupid. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're messing up a lot of things, especially hiring Dave Dombrowski. As much as I love Dave Dombrowski for a World Series in Boston, he's also the guy that kind of made them have to trade Mookie Betts. So... Yeah. I mean, and especially the part where their bullpen was so bad last year, it was probably one of the worst in MLB history. And they hired the guy that couldn't figure out how to let Detroit win a World Series by fixing a bullpen. So, I mean, it's – I like Dombrowski. I think he was a really good candidate for them. But I think they should have went in a younger, more, you know, different mindset. I just don't see this team – I, they could be sleeper competitors or be that team that's just like, wow, this team is bad. So, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things. So, uh, And same with the Marlins. The Marlins could have a really nice pitching staff, but I don't think their lineup gets it done from that perspective. So, All right. Now, uh, moving on here into the NL Central. Uh, to me, it's obvious who's going to win the NL Central. I think it's a no debate. <laughs> You know, NL Central House is, in my opinion, the best player in baseball that plays for the team that's clearly winning the NL Central. Uh, the one and only Cabrian Hayes <laughs> of the Pittsburgh yes, Pirates, sir. baby. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a great pick right there. I do like me some Cabrian Hayes, but you might have just picked the worst team in Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I have love for all the dumpster fire teams in the league. Like I. I I have a little spot in my heart for the Orioles, the Tigers, you know, all these. Pirates. all these. Well, you yeah. love yourself the Texas Rangers. So yep. I feel like that's another good one for you. Man. Uh, God, I can't wait to go to that stadium. There's nothing like watching just a dog shit major league team just in the middle of August, and they've already lost over 100 <laughs> games. And, you know, they're just, they're just trying to make their way to the end of the year. That's just the most magical yep. baseball to watch, you know. Exactly. But uh, if I'm going to pick a winner for this division, I don't know if you guys are going to hate me for it, but I'm going with the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, I like that. Uh, the moves they've made this offseason have been quiet, but also extremely solid moves. 
Their rotation is kind of average, but they do have some, you know, pretty solid major league pitchers, guys who flash big time stuff. But that bullpen, they might have the best three-headed monster of a bullpen in the entire league. Their their back three are really scary. And I don't I don't know many teams that want to get into the back end of a game against them and it's it's definitely a really different thing. Um, actually, right here they have Freddie Peralta as a starter, but I don't think he starts the whole year. He was supposed to be in the back end of the bullpen. Fan graphs is doing me wrong right now, I guess. But, uh, I mean, Hayter and Devin Williams, with a lineup that just picked up Colton Wong, Jackie Bradley for re- both really good defenders, finally get to bump Keston Hero over to first base and let him just rake. They have a really good offensive catcher. Christian Yelich is one of the best players in baseball. Outfield depth is really key for them. And they're going to defend the baseball really well this year, which is going to help that pitching staff. So I, I I like the Brewers a lot. I think that Williams changeup, though, is one of the craziest pitches I've ever seen in my life. So, Perch, do you follow Pitching Ninja on Twitter? He is the only person in Major League Baseball that actually tries to help the brand, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. But he he's awesome. Those people are awesome. I really like like what Bauer and Pitching Ninja and even um Pitchers Nation on Instagram is really good. But yeah, Devin Williams is a love is loved by all of those accounts. That changeup is something else. But oh yeah, you said they had the best three headed monster in baseball. But have you forgotten about Dylan Batances, Jerry Familia, and Edwin Diaz? I mean, Dylan Batances <laughs> was sniffing eighty four the other day, so I think he could be pretty deadly. Yeah, I uh, if you, I could take your word on that, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll definitely, I'll definitely have to think about it. But uh, should I take a Batances for my first pick in fantasy? Yeah. Day I, oh yeah, we're starting that league, draft. right, Persh? I do have a fantasy draft tonight at nine with uh my big, but I'll definitely have to start up the other league at some point. But. No, nah, he's not. He's, he's not starting up this other league, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, he's slacking there. <laughs> I only got five responses. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Cardinals in second place, I assume? Yes, yes, very much Cardinals in second place. I'm not a Cubs guy. I honestly wish I could put them in the last place in the division, but I feel like the rest of the division isn't good enough to do that. Um, Cardinals, definitely my second place team. Uh, Nolan Arenado is a great pickup, no doubt about it at the end of the day. I do think they're lacking some pitching, but Dylan Carlson's first year – first full big league year and having Nolan Arenado now with maybe Paul Goldschmidt bouncing back and a really solid infield. I think, I think they're a team that can make the playoffs, but I don't think they go far by any means. Yeah. But that's the thing about baseball playoffs. Like you win a couple games and you know, you've already kind of gone far. Oh yeah, no, exactly. I agree with you. But at the end of the day, I don't see them sniffing the NLCS or yeah, you know, the World series or something like that. Uh, the third place team in the division is the Cubs. I don't like them. I think their pitching is really bad now. I'm, I really hope Craig Kimbrell can bounce back. Uh, their their lineup is still iffy. They have just kind of went down the wayside since they won the World Series. Uh, one breakout player I would look for for them, Jock Peterson. He looked really good in spring training. I know that's kind of a bad ju- like case of judgment, kind of. Mm-hmm. But just giving him like the same reason I like Kike Hernandez a lot this year is they were both platoon guys in LA, and I think giving them the opportunity to start every day 
and be like more appreciated will definitely help them out. And same thing for both of them. They're playing at better stadiums that fit their power potential. So I could see, I mean, Jock's a 40 homer guy on a good year, you know, but I could definitely see him, you know, sniffing 30 bombs again. And honestly, same thing for Kike Hernandez. I can see him in the 2025 range, which we don't usually see from him. Didn't they, didn't they kind of unjuice the ball this year a little bit? That's not going to matter. Not going to matter, honestly. Nah, I think it kind of will. In spring training, it looks like they're still killing the ball everywhere. So they're going to use the same ball they were using in spring training. It's it's going to be somewhat the same. If it cuts down on like a couple stupid ass fly ball home runs, yeah. But spring training also has a bunch of doofuses pitching, like trying to make the team. Yeah, but there's also a lot of big league starters that are getting you know balls destroyed off that. <laughs> like right Trevor now. Bauer. Yeah, we'll get into him in a little bit. That's going to be one of the most fun conversations about a baseball team we have. That division's crazy. Yeah. But I just want to go to the Reds real quick, Bowers' old team. Uh, they went from being, like, my favorite team last year to being one of my least favorite teams this year. They just took a complete flip-flop. Just I Honestly, like, based off of Trevor Bauer, their lineup is solid, but Eugenio Suarez, him playing shortstop, that's just ugly. Yeah. And... I mean, their pitching staff is not much better. I mean, Luis Castillo's a stud. Sonny Gray's solid. And watch out for Jeff Hoffman this year. He's going to be – I think he could be one of those turnaround pitchers in the red system. They have a brighter future than they have a, a present. So, I think we definitely have to watch out for them in two, one to two years when Hunter Green and Nick Dolo come up and they still have a lineup that can hit. But And then the Pirates – I like Brian Reynolds. I like Key Brian Hayes. I've always wanted Chad, I've always wanted Chad Cole on the Red Sox. He's very underrated. But man, is this team bad? Come on, come, come on! I, I can't wait come to get on, my Pirates man. updates through uh, your boy Stilo. Stilo yes, City, baby! Can't wait for the season. I'm projecting 123 <laughs> losses for the boys. <laughs> Can't wait. Like, like just looking at this lineup, no, their their top five is not bad. But then you go to Kevin Newman, Anthony Alford, and Jacob Stallings, who are all minor league guys. And then their their rotation starts off with Chad Cole and Mitch Keller, who have nice potential. And then you just go to guys I've never heard of, and you know, you guys know me. I'm a big baseball guy. I know everyone. If I don't know you, it's not yeah. good. Yeah, so. the, the Jolly Roger will be in pristine condition this after this season because yeah, it's not going to go up. It's not getting raised. So they are not raising the jolly. There will be no wind awesome. damage on that thing whatsoever. Oh no, there's going to be none. But the stadium's still beautiful. Yeah, oh Dude, yeah. Felipe Vasquez is still on the restricted list for them. <laughs> oh no, they're still holding out <laughs> oh, hope. Man. There's no way this guy's still on a major they league, said, like in a hey, major league organization. <laughs> they said, "Hey, innocent until proven guilty." You know that that man is so oh my god it's so gross yeah it's disgusting <laughs> but hey let's move off of that and go to the best honestly one of the most fun divisions in baseball this year um mm-hmm. NL West I think it's a two horse race at the end of the day who do you guys have finishing between the two of them first well the Padres have way more swag so you know that's how me and Joe kind of base things in baseball so Padres that's yeah, who we'll I mean, be rooting for yeah I mean, you know, you could even say that the Diamondbacks, just because of their jerseys, might have more swag than oh, the yeah. Dodgers. So. <laughs> I would say yeah. so. 
I uh, I definitely think the Do- I think the Dodgers and the Padres are probably the number one and number two teams in all of baseball this year. Uh, I don't, and I really don't even think anyone kind of sniffs their level other than the White Sox, maybe, or if the Mets actually mm-hmm. get hot. Uh, it's definitely like a really odd situation between those two teams, but it's going to be fun to watch. I think the Dodgers have the leg up. Both teams pitching depth insane. Uh, both teams lineup depth insane. Both teams, the way they do player development, is just otherworldly. Uh, yeah, but um, the Dodgers don't have a Slam Diego music video parody like the. <laughs> oh, oh no, that, no. that don't thing talk is about so that cringe, video, man. Oh, it's Perch, so you bad. seen that? No, I have not oh, seen that. I might have to. It's two dorks walking that. around San Diego <laughs> rapping about the Padres. Yeah, it's it dropped their swag like, levels down tremendously. Like imagine, imagine me and like Baylog walking around rapping about the New York Knicks and the like. I'm like yeah, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Dodgers. I I just think they're special. I don't think there's a organization in all of sports that represents them in the past few years of how like great they have been at drafting player development signing guys like Max Muncie and Justin Turner off the streets and making them stars. I just think they do it the right way, and I think the Padres are starting to resemble that. Next. Yeah, wait, Baylog. Hold on a second. Baylog, what team did Justin Turner play for? Um, Before the I, I think he uh, he played for a few AAA teams, um, AA teams, you know. <laughs> I'm not actually sure on his past. I, I think he played for the uh, the. Oh, uh, yeah, Mets. I know. I saw him play at City a couple times. He was good. I miss him. They uh, they just make the best out of every player they get, and I think it's just such a special thing to see. And especially as someone who wants to work in a major league organization, I would love to use their, you know, the blueprint kind of. Sorry. But uh, the Padres, if, once they get Mackenzie Gore in the major leagues, though, I think this this might even be the Padres' division to win once he's fully in. But. And then you could have the changing of the guard. But I think both of these teams are the two best teams in baseball. Their pitching depth both is so superior to anyone else. They have seven or eight guys that could start at the two or three for any major league team. So, And then I feel like I'm going to reiterate myself. I'm kind of going to double these two up again. The Giants and the D-backs both have really sneaky lineups. It's decent pitching, and they're really well run. But I just both think they're average teams. Uh, you know, there's nothing against it. You know, 80 win teams, 75 to 81 teams. Uh, they're still building into it. I actually really like what the Giants have done with their farm system. So, you know, hats off to them. And then when you look at the bottom feeder in this division. Yes, sir. I mean, another, gonna put up- <laughs> another one that I'm going to be watching in August. Just they're going to be sulking around the Colorado yeah. Rockies. <laughs> They just never find a way to get it done. And, I mean, I hope Story gets traded at the midway through the season. I really like Brendan Rodgers. I just don't know why they didn't use him while they still had Arenado and Story and Ryan McMahon in their infield. That probably would have been one of the best defensive and offensive infields in major leagues. I I don't know how long their current coaching staff or general manager is going to be there anymore. Uh, I don't. I don't see them making a quick turnaround either. They're probably going to be bottom feeders for a while. They need to really reset this. So, 
Nice colors, though. Nice. Beautiful stadium. It's very underrated, but uh, definitely, definitely not a beautiful team. Not a good, not a good team. No, no, especially what they were doing with their workers last season. So, uh, have you? No, no, I haven't heard of that. Oh, so they were having their front office people work like their front office job, and then be like, like the people in the clubhouse working too. So they would work from like nine a.m. to like two in the morning. Jesus Christ! Someone, someone I know within the organization, uh, an inside source. Yeah, I'm not gonna say names or anything, but an inside source told me that they have. Five analytics guys in comparison to teams that have 40 people in an analytics department. Uh, and their scouting department is like 15 people compared to like 30s and 40s and other organizations. So it's definitely – they awesome. need to do a better job of bringing in more people to help make decisions. They must just have really, really good scouts so they don't need as many. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely think that's always a good thing to think. Yeah, quality <laughs> exactly. over quantity, if you ask me. That's what they always say on my English papers. Exactly, exactly. So uh, I think that wraps up our division talk and uh, everything. Let's get to the offs. Come on. You guys want to go first for your playoff predictions? Yeah, I, I got you right here. Ready? AL East winners. I was gonna, I was gonna troll and just say like the <laughs> Orioles and like just now. Uh, the Yankees will win the AL East. Uh, I will have them as the one, like the best team in the AL, uh, followed by White Sox two, A's three, and then I think they're doing traditional playoffs if I'm not mistaken. So I'll just do it that way. So four will be a hmm, what's a hot take. Yeah, we'll go Tampa is four. Screw it. Hot takes only. And then uh, Blue Jays is five. I'll have uh, Tyler Glass now in a one-game playoff. <laughs> He'll say, screw you, Toronto. Win that game. Uh, Yankees will then beat us in four. Uh, White Sox in five over the A's. And then White Sox in seven to win wow. the AL. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming. And then NL, uh, it's going to suck because it's like one of the Padres or Dodgers are going to have to be a wild card team. But, man, that will hopefully make for some five-game series. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just think – I still think Dodgers are the best team in baseball, honestly. So, Dodgers-White Sox World Series. Dodgers back-to-back in uh, going six. Wow. Um, I was just – the rest of the NL playoffs doesn't matter. It's a bunch of poverty teams, especially. Yeah, the there's not much parity in my division winners and stuff. Uh, Yankees winning the uh, the East. I have the A's winning the West, and no Rangers. I know. Oh, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. You know. Just, I know. It's just. It's so hard. Like I really wanted the Marlins <laughs> and the Pirates. Yeah, it's one of my divisional teams, but it's just. It's so hard. There's. They're all so close. I got man. the White Sox in the Central, and then the Wild Cards. I'm gonna give your Rays some love, and I'm gonna give. Actually, no, I'm not gonna give your Rays some love. I'm gonna give the Blue Jays some love and the Angels some love. Wow! And then eventually, my AL, my AL will ditto uh, Baylogs. That's where I was going as well. 
Wow. But they don't have Jared Carabas' favorite pitcher, Tyler Glass, now on their teams. Are you sure about this? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. And then my bold anything but, can happen AL, Mike Trout goes to the World Series, and the Angels make it all the way. But they don't win. Um, and then in the NL, I have my Mets winning the East, of course. Come on. Um, I have the Cardinals winning the Central. And then in the West, I have the, the Padres because, you know, swag over talent. Yeah, swag over results, I approve. Uh, and then from the NL, I mean, who else would I have besides the Mets? And, of course, they're going to beat Mike Trout's bum ass in the World Series. So, yeah, there you go. My AL, like I said, Ditto's Bay Logs. Uh, NL East, going with the Braves. Central, the Brewers. <laughs> Ditto, West. you just said two things that I didn't say. No, um, I said I no, he said no, you AL. said NL. No, you said AL, you troll. NL, got to go the Dodgers. Get your ears checked. Um, I completely flipped Bay Logs on the NL after being with him on the AL. Uh, the wild cards, the Padres are given. And I'm going to go with the Mets as the other wild card, even though I would love to say Nationals. As long If there's only two spots, I feel like the Padres and the Mets or the Braves are going to be one of those teams. My World Series, I got the same as Flem. Uh, it's going to be a White Sox-Dodgers World Series, and I would not be surprised if either team wins, but I am going with the Dodgers. Wow. Lame. I think they're too. I think the Dodgers are too special. Everything they do. Yeah. Did you? It's the one time. Did you also pick the Lakers to win the championship preseason? No, I don't. I don't. I don't watch basketball in the first place. Oh come on, Persh. That's a lie. Tell. Give us some Evan Fournier analysis now. Come on. Uh, He'll provide a good backup. Provide a good backup shooting guard in Boston's offense. Yeah. Come on. That's a steal. First, a second round picks, and he's a twenty point per for, game scorer. Two second rounds and two second rounders and Jeff T. Yeah. Who I wanted off the roster. Yeah, come on. You shitting me? That's nah, a good trade. I can't <laughs> want, wait to watch Luke Cornett and Mo Wagner just fucking run around. Exactly. For it's gonna be fun postseason. A, hey. Hey. That's a Knicks legend, right there. Oh yeah. Luke Cornett, man. Yeah, he did that thing that one time. <laughs> he had a three-pointer. He, he hit one the other night, and Taco Fall droused him with water. Hey. So. They're having a good time. <laughs> they are, they are. Hopefully they change, put right. that into winning, but, you know, eventually. Speaking of winning, Persh, yeah. who's winning Persh. the Cy Young and the MVP this year? <laughs> uh, which ones do you guys want first? MVP Your choice. We'll, we'll go choice. traditional. I'm going to start with Rookie of the Year and then move my way up. Uh, okay. AL okay. Rookie of the Year, Bobby Witt. Or I'm saying maybe Bobby Dahlbach if uh, if Witt doesn't end up making his debut or something like that. And I think NL kind of runs away. I think he, Brian Hayes, is a really solid player. Yeah, we love Cabrian Hayes. I couldn't even name an AL rookie, honestly. Yeah, Honestly, you'd be surprised, though, because a lot of guys kept their rookie eligibility last year. Especially one of your Rays favorites. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me a Randy Rosario. But uh, I think we can move to Cy Young now, though. And I have, I have a pick for Cy Young and a sleeper. Uh, Jacob Degrom's knocked down in the NL, and I'm going with Lucas Giolito in the AL. Um, okay. I think in the in the Same. NL, 
So you're not picking Tyler Glass now, Sludger, to win the Cy Young. Are you Give sure me a second, that? and you'll see what I'm going to say. Oh, so man. NL Cy Young sleeper, I'm going to go with Zach Allen. I really love what he does. Uh, just really solid major league pitcher. And my AL sleeper is Tyler Glass now. I think he could possibly get in the running. Yeah, good thing I'm trolling. He's actually <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I think you give him the give him the ace role. He could really take run away with it. Big stuff. So. I hope he starts crying on the mound this year. Like, he's getting rocked or something. Sometimes it just looks like he's going to flat out cry out there, man. I'm hoping. Oh, that was the best in Little League when kids would start crying when they were getting shelled. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, what about your MVP? Who do you guys got for Cy Young's first? I don't want to cut you guys off. Yeah, exactly, Kirsch. You're the baseball correspondent. I I cannot keep up with baseball for the we life of me. It's just so hard. AL Cy Young, give me a, the Uber driver. Just Randy signed an extension. Back. Randy Dom. <laughs> and uh, in the NL, uh, Vlog, who's your favorite player or who's your favorite pitcher in the NL? Um, it's Oliver Perez in the NL still? No, he's at the Indians. It's a good one. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but the Grom's running away with uh, it, no question. He probably he might. He's not going to give yeah, up a run all year. Are, I, I can't even like. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, <laughs> Tuki. Nice, nice. And then I'll go with the my uh, MVP predictions. I think it's a slam dunk in the aisle. It's Mike Trout. At the end of the day, I finally think he's going to have a solid year. Um, finally, going to have a solid year. This guy, we've been waiting gonna- on him forever. They're gonna be a. They're gonna finally be good as a team. Uh, my my guy, the person who I think is gonna finish in second or third is one of the Mats from Oakland. I think Matt Olson or Matt Chapman's gonna have a big year. One of those two guys could really, really blow up. And I think Tim Anderson's also could be a guy as well as Anthony Rendon that finishes in like the top five. So, and for NL, I've become. I love this man. Juan Soto is probably going to go on a run of, like, many, many MVP awards, and I think it's going to start now. Yeah, you're a huge Soto guy, I've noticed on Twitter. He does a lot of the things that Barry Bonds was like in the box. Um, Very similar to Ted Williams. Are you you saying he does Never proven, never proven. Hey, hey. He should be a Hall of Famer, though. Sorry, my bad. The glove doesn't fit, my bad. Hall of Famer, no doubt. But, uh, I mean, Juan Soto walks more than he strikes out. Wouldn't be surprised if he hits 360 with 50 bombs this year. Jesus Christ. That's generational, man. 360 with 50 bombs? I mean, it's an over-exaggeration, but he's just so special in the box that it's so hard not to think that it's possible at the same time. He's just... Mm-hmm. made himself such a major league hitter at only the age of 22. Like he's doing, he was doing things at 19 and 20 that guys don't even do until they're 28, 29 from a, from an on-base mm-hmm. percentage per, eh, perspective, taking pitches, walk to strikeout ratio, hard hit contact. Like he's just so special. And I, I just don't think there's anyone that matches what he can do over the next 50 he reminds me of a left-handed hitting Albert Pujols when he was younger. That's what mm-hmm. to me. And I think 
him in a lineup with Trey Turner and now Josh Bell and Schwarber. Now he has more protection, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go ballistic this year. But my my runner up is gonna be Corey Seager, uh, free agent year. Hopefully, he never leaves LA. I love watching him out there. So slept on. He's one of the best players in baseball, and no one talks about him. I think that's your guy, right? Corey Seager. I love Corey Seager as well. I went with two of my favorite players in Major League Baseball, honestly, in the NL. So. Didn't you uh, meet him or something? No, no. My mom's friend is like related to him, and I'm might meet him and uh, Kyle someday, but not. Ah. But uh, so yeah, I, I'm really big fan of Corey Seager. I hope they re-sign him long term, but I don't want to see him in a Yankee uniform. Or actually, you know, I might have to root for someone on the Yankees. But I, I really do. Your worst nightmare. Yeah. Do you, Joey Fleming, do you remember the, the day where Tristan Rosa wore a uh, Red Sox shirt to school because we had a bet in middle school? Mm-hmm. I do remember this. Damn. Yeah, I gave him a Jacoby Ellsbury shirt to wear because he was on the Yankees at the time, and I felt bad. So, Ooh, that's a double burn, Jacoby Ellsbury. <laughs> Jacoby Ellsbury, he was a generational talent, if you ask me, man. Generational finesse guy. Dude, honestly, the best <laughs> part about him, like – going to the Yankees was that he went to the Yankees. Like it was perfect. Like the fact that they were overpaying him and everyone knew he was going to be terrible at it on a second contract and the Yankees were the one to do it. Red Sox fans were like, thank you Yankees. Like you just helped us out a lot. So, but anything from you guys about any baseball? Yeah. All right. My, uh, my MVP, AL MVP. This is a good one. You ready? You're going to like this one. All right, can't wait. I'm going with uh, the one and only uh, Slim Vlad. You know, I think... uh, Ah. It's not even a bad pick. No, I was originally going to say like Teoscar Hernandez or something, but... I'm leaning Joey Gallo right now. Joey Gallo. I had Joey Gallo as a close runner-up, man. Grip and rip, baby. Hey, man, swag over his <laughs> Exactly. I don't even know if that's swag That's the only way to play baseball, or else you're going to be bored out of your mind. Mm-hmm. And then uh, NL MVP, uh, we're going to be going with uh, the one and only. I can't name a baseball player in the NL, man. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Oh, Freddie Goldschmidt. Freeman. <laughs> Freddie, Freeman. Freddie Freeman, that's solid. That's a good answer. <laughs> I was struggling for a second there. You think Same Freddie Freeman's going to go back-to-back? Oh, he won the MVP. Oh, I got to change it, though. Uh, <laughs> you won the MVP last year? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember any baseball from last year except the – Exactly, because like, oh. it's so piss-poor at marketing. Like, it's just – I can't retain any information about baseball. Yeah. Like, I can only remember uh, a Mike, actually, AL MVP, Mike Zanino. <laughs> oh, the, the most legendary home run that I've ever watched with you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, either Mike Zanino or uh, Joey Wendell for AL MVP, if we're being honest here. Joey Wendell, that's always a great pick. I mean, one hell of Met the guy once. You did? Good guy. Yeah. I met his uh, high school principal, too. Very, very strange. I was at an Orioles-Rays game. And I was sitting next to Joey Wendell's principal. And I was in a I was in a Rays shirt, and he said, "Hey, you like the Rays?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Hey, watch this!" And he like called Joey Wendell over, and like I got to meet him. It was pretty cool. Oh wow, that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool but, experience. Uh, similar thing happened to me with P, uh, Pedroia, so kind of cool to see that happen. Uh, 
Oh yeah, he's gone now. About time. I thought he retired years ago. <laughs> him and him and David Wright were very similar career paths right there at the end of it. So, but all right, no need to bring David Wright into this. Should I bring Andrew Luck into this too? Finals. Come oh, whoa, on, whoa. man. Kick that's him out. Or this episode's that's, over. That's classless. Follow the social yeah, media. We're we're done here. <laughs> Uh, I, I originally I was gonna thank you for coming on, but after a classless comment like that, uh, I, I you might not be able to come back. Just after a that, takeout man. slide of a comment right there from you. Yeah, yeah looking like Chase Utley going yeah. to Ruben Dahada at second base there, man. I, uh, Just a bunch of low like blows. Kevin, <laughs> now I'm gonna Google. Like Kevin. I'm gonna Google David Wright career highlights as soon as this is over, and I'm gonna have to. And then I'm gonna Google Andrew like Andrew Luck career, highlight, and it's just gonna be a mess now because of you, Persh. I appreciate Persh looking like Kevin Cash walking out to the mound in the sixth inning of Game Six of the World <laughs> Series. If you ask me, uh, I appreciate you Game guys Five. Having, though. Appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it. I uh, root for. Uh, the Colts as well this year, even though uh, you know. Oh, now don't kiss ass now. Oh, yeah, there you go. come on. Now, now you got now you got purse mush on your neighbor. Carson Wentz, Jesus baby. Christ. Carson Wentz. Oh, Not another gosh. word about Carson Wentz from you. Love Carson. Uh, Zach Wilson, QB one in the league anyway. Doesn't matter. It's looking like it. You excited? Oh, very excited. Trey Lance. He's. Now Trey Lance is actually gonna be really like if the Jets took Trey Lance, I wouldn't even. Now I'm that. seeing mocks I, where where QBs are going one two three four. It would have to be the Broncos one, or the two. Panthers hop up, but Falcons could take a quarterback and let him sit behind uh, Ryan for a year. Maybe I think it's almost a guarantee at this point that it's T Law, Wilson, Lance, and then Fields at four. Whoever whoever trades for that pick or whoever picks a quarterback next, yeah. so. You think Lance goes over Fields? Hundred percent. I think yeah. his, I think his deep ball accuracy. I think the way he runs the offense fits their mold a lot better. And I also think you can run him in the uh, read option a lot better with his running ability. So I think I think that's kind of a slam dunk there. But this yeah. baseball pod though. Right. So <laughs> yeah, enough enough of that other sport. You know, uh, we mm-hmm. covered all the uh, baseball. Time. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in on this week's episode. We'll catch you guys again soon. Thank you for our guests for coming on. Follow all the socials.